welcome to another episode of Dads with Nerdy Ambitions. And today I have Falco back on the show. Uh, you need no introduction, good sir. <laughs> good evening, everyone. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing great. Do you know what our subject is tonight? I was told I was going to come here and talk about dinosaurs. So That's I'm right. So excited. Yeah, we're going to be talking about grazing over, grazing over because there's six of them or five of them and a uh, short currently. Yep. Yep. Uh, Jurassic Park. We're going to talk wow. about Michael Crichton or Crichton, if depending on who you ask, uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As always, let's, you know, what kind of nerdy stuff have you been up to since the last time we talked? Since the last podcast, which incidentally was about Warhammer 40K, I've just been on a modeling and painting binge. I, I finished up some painting that I had to do for my buddy back in Connecticut because I owed him from this tournament we went to last January. Um, I was like, oh, hey, I'll, I'll get you this if you paint my models. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. And with the whole busyness of, you know, 2020, and I, I even moved during all of that, so I just never got around to it. So I finished that up. Yeah, I just a lot of painting, a lot of hobbying, and uh, it's been fun. That's awesome. Uh, was this Adepticon? Uh, it was uh, Las Vegas Open. Oh, the LVO. That's yep, right. We, we went to the LVO. It was 2019 LVO. We had a blast. I didn't play in it. He did. So he like he had to have the models painted ASAP, oh, yeah. and he ended up like only using one of the squad, mm-hmm. and I had to paint two of them. So he was like, oh yeah, whenever you get around to it, just like finish up that other squad. Uh, a year later, and it's finally, it's finally done. He didn't say a time frame, so you know, hey, technicality. Exactly, exactly. That's awesome, I'm actually very, so when I, I've never been to the LVO, I've done Adepticon, mm-hmm. but I will say that I don't like competing competitively. Like yeah. I don't like doing tournaments. It's not as fun for me it, because it's, it's 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 a different scene. Yeah, it's the, it's all about what you can, you don't have as much. I, I well, I know people do have fun, but like it's you're there to win, which is it's very competitive. But it's yes, it, it takes some of the fun out of it for me. I'll I'll definitely say that the competitive scene after seeing it a lot uh, in 2019 does get a bad rap. Like, there's a lot of horror stories out there, but they're isolated incidents, as people like to say. If you like competing in min-maxing and everything like that, it's that's your jam. Mm-hmm. But just a lot of these events also have a lot more casual yeah. uh, tournaments and, like, flavorful, like, campaign crusade entries. And, you know, they do also do have the painting competitions, too. I actually am thinking about entering for the Golden Demon if Adepticon ever happens. You being my mentor and <laughs> have taught me a lot of stuff, I was like, you know what? I've, I've come a long, long way, especially with my, my work that I'm doing now. Like, I'm going to think about entering for a Golden Demon. I, so. You know what? Go for it, man. I encourage you. I had that dream at one time, and then I did a lot of commissions, and I did a lot of mm-hmm. painting, and it, it burnt me out. I'm slowly getting back into it. I've been, the last couple of weeks, I, I painted some miniatures. I haven't really done anything uh, just because still we're still recovering from this blizzards. Yeah. And, like it still snows. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then but it, you know, I, I tend to have a full plate, but that is my my go to therapeutics. And you know I maybe one day I'll go back to try to getting a, a golden demon. That'll that would be fun. Mm. However, till then I'm just it's just a relaxing side thing. I Little dude has been painting more, and it is definitely that's awesome. 
Oh, dude, he's getting good. He's getting nice. good. Uh, I, he built uh, the the I don't know the name of them. They're the Iron Dwarves from the oh, uh, Age of Sigmar. Oh, oh uh, Overlords Ka- or something? Overlords, yeah. Caradron yeah. Ka- Ka- Overlords, that's it. Dude, props to yep. you for coming figuring out the name. <laughs> I have them. and <laughs> They're so cool. I actually have um I have the anniversary the Christmas edition uh-huh. where it's this big iron dwarf but he has like this keg of beer on his back and he has a big old stein and he's cheering and toasting that was like uh, their their Christmas limited thing I'm like I don't even play Sigmar but I want to paint it that looks so cool so uh, Privateer Press I don't know if they still do it but they did it for a while and they would do a a faction each year for and it would be a limited edition and it would be some model on like a like a beer keg or something uh one nice. was even like a like one taking a bath in like a cauldron of beer or something <laughs> like that. nice and they were they were stupid they were dumb things yeah. but i used to collect them because i thought they mm-hmm. were funny um yeah. but that's not what we're here to talk about tonight we so, are here to no talk sir. about jurassic park big uh, derpy dinosaurs big dinosaurs highly inaccurate movies and if you ask anybody <laughs> uh, yeah there's so much. Uh, it's it's funny. Like I I did a lot more research to find out some facts and stuff because I up until I want to say my senior year in high school, <clears throat> which I'm aging myself a little bit here. Uh, 2005 was when I graduated high school. So you either think I'm really young or I'm old or maybe in the middle. So I got three <laughs> options. Um, but I wanted to be a paleontologist forever. I can tell really? you every. Oh my god, yes, dude. I wow. Know, Tons of stupid facts about dinosaurs. It's ridiculous. So, like, when I went to the movies and stuff and I saw them, I would be talking to, like, my parents. I'm like, ah, this guy right here, that's from this period. This is from this period. You know, T-Rex wouldn't have been, ever seen a stegosaurus. That's not at the right time period. Yeah, though, yeah. I'm just like, even though yeah, it's nerdy facts and everything. So I have been a nerd and geek from, like, day one. I love, 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 love dinosaurs. Um, so... We'll kind of graze over the movies because there are five in a short. And yep. Kind of, kind of. We're going to keep it a little short of an episode. Um, most people, I would say, uh, have seen at least one of the Jurassic Park movies, if not all of them. Uh, you know, I'd, even say, I'd say most people definitely have seen at two. least the first, at least yeah. two, at least Jurassic the first World, one. Yeah, Jurassic at least Park. the first one, and at least Jurassic World that came out with like the first one. Um, so. In in time order, I think that was the fourth. So either the first or the fourth. Like that was yep. either one. Because Jurassic World was huge. I think twenty fifteen, right? Didn't uh, that come out? Twenty fifteen? Twenty fifteen, yep. Okay. Yeah, good on you, buddy. Hey. Um I'm I'm <laughs> I'm working with two brain cells here. So every now and again they bump into each other and I have that awesome moment and that's it. <laughs> good, good for you. So these didn't originally start out as a movie. These were uh, they were books, uh, mm-hmm. and just like every book that's turned into a movie, there is vast amounts of differences. Like, yes. I, I think I would say even up until like maybe 2015, did we start seeing somewhat similarities between movie and books? Like, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that's in there that's very similar. Um, mm-hmm. Did you ever read the book? I never read the books. Okay, so one f- crucial difference. Is John Hammond, played by in the movies by Richard Attenborough, was not a nice guy in the books. Like he he knew about the kid. He was he was more of the biz like that eighties nineties style businessman 
man. Oh, you he, know? He, he had like that nefarious streak in him where he was kind like, I don't like, care who I'm going to screw over. I want this. He he was about, it, he kind of came off, yeah, about the money and everything. Okay. It, like, he wasn't as bad as that maniacal, but he definitely wasn't John Hammond, the great grandpa in <laughs> yeah. movies. Like, he's like, old, oh. old pappy. Yep. Old pappy. How old were you when you saw Jurassic Park, by the way? Oh, God. I probably was like seven or eight years old because i was i wasn't uh to the you're born uh, ex- yeah so it was probably like early 2000s sorry you know i'm you know shocker i'm not a dad um, <laughs> i'm very young i'm kind of like a, an enigma on here right now but you're physically fit you don't have a dad bod you have biceps bigger than my head dashing look, good look it, you know, <laughs> you, you flatter me too much. You flatter me too much. I'm I'm gonna get all flustered and mm-hmm. lose my train of thought. Yeah. But I was I was a big dinosaur kid myself. I didn't like I thought about becoming a paleontologist. You know, when like when yeah. you're a kid, like oh, it's something you want to do, like an or, or an architect or something like that. But I was really big into dinosaurs, regardless. I actually like co- uh, collected like rocks and minerals and fossils to go along with it. Yeah. I was a super like I, th- I guess they call them like rock hounds. But, like, I remember all the fossils I used to collect, and uh, I saw Jurassic Park. There was also a – I remember it very distinctly when I was, like, 10 or 11. It was basically, like, this Jurassic Park book, but it was one of those, like, choose-your-own-adventure books. Oh. Where it's, like, you would read the page, and it says, if you want to do this, flip to this page. And if you want to do this, flip to that page. And it was, like, this whole story about okay. finding the – I think it's the Ar- Ar- Archaeoraptorix or something. It was like the first dinosaur. Yeah, the, the first dinosaur with wing or with feathers, right? The first dinosaur with feathers and tracking that like evolution in history. And I read that book so many times. I failed the adventure so many times, but I was super big into like the dinosaurs, Jurassic Park. And I, I started getting more into the movies. And then obviously in 2015, I saw Jurassic World. I actually saw... The second Jurassic Park after I saw Jurassic World, um, so movie number two, but it was like they they were very, at least for me who didn't read the books, very very entertaining. I I I loved them all. I grew up in the time frame, so I was born in '86. So I grew up. Mm-hmm. I was like I was young at the time Jurassic Park came out, which came out in the 11th of June in 1993. Mm. And I how just was the hype like, for it? Huge. The yeah. hype was huge. Like everybody and their sister, every kid wanted to be a paleontologist. Every kid dreamed that Jurassic <laughs> Park was a real place. It was amazing. Yeah. It was it was wonderful. And they the the movie was directed by Steven Spielberg. It mm-hmm. is a was created by Universal Studios. The phenomenally well done movie. And there was so much that was done in this movie that had never been done before, or not to the level that it had been done before. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you had a huge cast for this movie. You have Sam Neill, you have Laura Dern, you have Jeff Goldblum, you have Richard Attenborough, you have B.D. Wong. Um, mm. All these actors and actresses have phenomenal careers already established before they take over or they do this movie. Yeah, uh, it was it the, was a lot of A-listers. Yeah, it was huge. And the the poster, which was I, I still own one. It's it was the this, the Jurassic Park logo, and it just said. And the the tagline was an adventure sixty five million years in the making, and if you didn't get giddy seeing that, oh uh, man! Now here's a fun fact about that movie, right? So the movie was about an hour and a 
an hour and a half long, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it was an hour and 25. It might be an hour and 27 minutes long. The amount of time you actually see a dinosaur is 15 minutes. Really? Yep. Now, here's where it gets even crazier. <laughs> oh, no. Only six minutes of the uh, 15 minutes was CG animation. The rest of it was animatronics. Yeah, I, I, I knew that animatronics were like a big thing for uh, for the first movie. And the CG, <clears throat> like they were so hardcore about having the CG be like perfect for this movie. The dinosaurs, they wanted them to look as realistic, realistic as they possibly could. They mm -hmm. actually created new types of computer-generated images just for the dinosaurs. It oh, was nothing that cool. had ever been seen before. Um, originally, they were supposed to be stop-go animation dinosaurs, which were done by uh, Phil Tip. Credits, you see him at the end. Uh, they actually uh, labeled him the dinosaur supervisor, which mm -hmm. was, he got a lot of, like, later on in life, he got a lot of jokes about him. Like, he had one job to take care of the dinosaurs, and people got eaten and everything. You had one job, <laughs> Phil. Yeah, good uh, job. <laughs> <laughs> but what Phil Tippett was known for, or one of the things he was really famous for, he did the Rancor in Return of the Jedi. He did all the really? stop-go animation. Yep, he did all the stop-go oh. animation for that. So I, I love quoting uh, John Hammond in, the, in this. Uh, no, no, uh, they spared no expenses in yeah. making this movie. They really didn't. They, they, yeah, no. they went out of their way. I want to say it made... Oh, I don't have the notes because I thought I took it. Um, I want to say it almost made its budget back in the first weekend that it was launched. Like, it just sold out crazy. It was an amazing movie. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. And you're typing over there. I can totally hear you typing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, 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 um, we're, we're looking this up. Um, do you know how many dinosaurs were actually in the first movie? Take a guess. Just give me a number. Oh, man. Not, uh, not, not the quantity, but vari uh, variations. I want to say there was like a dozen dinosaurs. There was only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven dinosaur types that you saw in the entire movie. Seven dinosaurs. Really? Tyrannosaurus rex, Velociraptor, yeah. Brachiosaurus, Dilophosaurus, mm -hmm. Gallimimus, Triceratops, and Parasaurolophus, which you only saw in the background as the Brachies were walking across the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were only there <laughs> for a second. They're moving in herds. They, they're moving in herds. <laughs> they're moving in herds. Um, another fun fact about this movie is they actually, so they started filming back in 1992, right? Mm -hmm. And they actually got hit by a hurricane. The, the, the set actually got hit by a hurricane. So some of those scenes uh, where the, the storms and all that stuff are hitting the water and everything, they're actually yep. real. Oh, that is cool. Uh, well, here's what gets even crazier, is uh, Richard Attenborough slept through the entire hurricane that night. It went through, it was a one-night <laughs> thing. He slept yeah. through it. And everybody was dumbfounded, like, how did you not know this? And he said, well, when you survived the London uh, Blitz of World War II, you can pretty much sleep through anything. Oh, and I'm damn. Like, oh. oh, man. Yeah, that's that's he's that's hardcore. Yeah, um, that's hardcore. <laughs> another fun fact. Uh, the, now, he is the late Richard Attenborough. Um, his brother is Sir David Attenborough. He yes. is he is known for planet earth blue planet yep. life so that's some like heavy competition one is an actor and the other is a nature documentary yeah, document. yeah yeah he is known for all this stuff like man i would hate to be like the third brother 
at that table at Thanksgiving. Like it's like oh, hi, I'm Doug. I'm Doug Attenborough. What do you do? Oh, uh, I'm an electrician. Yeah, like it, that's oh, one of your brothers is knighted. The other one is yeah. a famous actor. Oh, it's it's just. Now, I yes. do have some metrics for you, just, okay. just to put into perspective how awesome this is. Mm-hmm. Um, so the production budget, yep, $63 million. Yes. On its opening weekend, it grossed $50.1 million. Okay, I thought it was forty-seven. Uh, it I says say. the all-time worldwide box office is $1 billion, with a B, $45 million. That's crazy. So it's, and that's just on the first 1993 movie. That's so great. So the next one, which was called The Lost World, yep, came out in 1997. So four years later. And what was really interesting about this one is it took place not on Isla Nublar, Isla Sorna was the yes, this, the, the, the second Saibie, island, the second mm-hmm. island that nobody knew about. And what made this really interesting, and it it was based off of. Uh, Michael Crichton's second book, The Lost World, I mean, they really didn't change anything about the title, was it It made a whole controversial issue. What was really interesting is this whole Site B, Isla Sorna, it really took out that whole, hey, this is a great place where we make and bring in these amazing animals. In reality, they had a second island just for making all the creatures, and it was the what if happened. So that's where all the, the mistakes... And the nitty gritty was actually done was on site B. It also brought in some really neat stuff. We actually see new dinosaurs on this one. We got to see the Stegosaurus. We got to see Compsognathus. We got to see Pteranodons. We got to see Pachycephalosauruses. And I believe Apatosauruses were the other one that was brought in. It Really cool. I enjoyed it because you got to see... A different side of Jeff Goldblum's character, Ian Malcolm. In the books, he was really just this kind of stuck-up professor, and he went to the, the 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 island. But in the movies, he was he was more the hero. He was he took on the Alan Grant style, so he was just constantly trying to save people. He we met that he had a daughter, and that was kind of fun. We start going a little bit forward. Uh, we go into probably what I consider the worst out of the th- the three trilogy, which came out in 2001, which would be another four years. Uh, Jurassic Park 3, where we brought back Alan Grant, who also goes to Site B, Isla Sorna. There we get the Spinosaurus. We get... Ceratosaurus and Kylosaur, and another significant moment, and another significant moment, we get the death of the T Rex, which was like the most devastating moment. I couldn't believe it. Like they brought in the Spinosaurus in Jurassic Park three, and it just crushed the T Rex, and it was almost heartbreaking. I, I like you saw this iconic creature die. I consider the third movie <clears throat> not my favorite because. It didn't bring Relot to the table. It it kind of seemed rushed. The movie itself just kind of felt felt like they were flogging a dead horse. So I I wasn't personally a huge fan of it. So then we get to you you, you felt like that was it. They're like, all right, we flogged the dead horse here. There, mm-hmm. There's nothing else we can do with these movies. Let's just let this die. 
in the meantime, they created some video games. You had Operation Genesis. And throughout yep. all the movies, you had video games, too. You had Warpath, which is like a Tekken-style fighting game with dinosaurs. You had mm -hmm. comics. And you really felt like that's where it was going to end. And then in 2015, we get Jurassic World. Golden and Boy Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, who is actually, did you know she directed, she was one of the directors for The Mandalorian. Oh, really? Yep. And okay. obviously, if you can't tell by her last name, she is the daughter of Ron Howard, who we all know what he's known for. Andy Griffith. That's correct. He is known for the Andy Griffith. He was Obi <laughs> Taylor. He was. He was. He was Obi Taylor. And obviously, yeah. he was in Happy Days and the mm. amount of movies he's done. Holy cow, Apollo 13. Uh, they had another big cast here, too. And what they were trying to do, reestablish that Isla Nubar was a safe place. They were going to make this park work. And they yeah. brought in some a, a lot more new dinosaurs. They brought in uh, the Dimorphodons. They brought in the Mosasaur. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, actually, I forgot to mention in Jurassic Park 3, they brought in Spinosaur, Ceratosaur, and Ankylosaur. Okay. And... We got a better look at Pteranodons in Jurassic World than we did in uh, The Lost World. You really got to see it at the end, and that was it. And they brought in a genetically, the, the first genetically hybrid yes. dinosaur, which was the Indominus. Indominus. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. It is a awesome, I, you know, honestly, I didn't know how I was going to feel about it when I saw it or when I heard about it first. And... I'm glad they didn't go with what they were originally going to go with. They were going to go with like this bipedal hybrid humanoid looking creature. Ew. And it got taught. Yeah, it got tossed. And they decided yeah, no. to actually do a dinosaur. <laughs> Movies about big, big dinosaurs. So let's just keep, you know, yep. stick with what works. Yep. And, and so I, <clears throat> I wanted to go to this park so bad. I think I wanted to go more as an <laughs> adult to Jurassic World than I did as a kid to Jurassic Park. I mean, not they, for nothing, the, the Jurassic World Park. Actually, like it looks like a legitimate like five star like resort almost. Yeah, they you know you have really... like the 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 balls you sit in, you go through everything, and oh man, it, it does look really nice. So they actually used a theme park in oh my gosh, I can't remember where it's an abandoned theme park, and they they actually built the downtown for uh, Jurassic World there. And what mm -hmm. was really cool about it is they had real places. Like, they had Margaritaville. And fun fact, mm. if you're watching it, you actually can see Jimmy Buffett carrying two margaritas over to a table in the movie. No way. Yeah, yeah, no, he That's really did. That's kind of cool, all right. Yeah, he, he did a little, a little cameo. Egg. Yeah, yep. oh my gosh, it was, it was absolutely great. And even setting up for this movie, they did amazing, uh, like, marketing PR skills. They made a fake uh, website. You could almost make your reservations and everything. You could see stuff that was – they had said, hey, here's in the park right now. Here's what's going on this. If you're interested, mm -hmm. here, go buy your tickets. And it actually went to buy a ticket to go see the movie. Wow. So they didn't They did so much stuff. And you really thought you could go to this park and you could go to these restaurants. You could try to make reservations and like, oh, sorry, we're all reserved for this day. So yeah. it, it, they did a lot of psyching fake stuff, but it made it seem like this was a real thing. I wanted so badly to go, and but <laughs> it never. And nothing in Jurassic Park ever ends well for <laughs> anybody. It's it's like they just don't learn from uh, anything. No. Um. So then it was it was it was a great movie. They did a really good job with it. Mm -hmm. And then we got uh, which came out in 2018, 
which was Jurassic World 2 or Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And that came out yes. in 2018. Um, Isla Nublar blows up. And I was like, they're trying to they're trying to save the dinosaurs. They though. are they're trying to save the dinosaurs. Yep. And I've never cried during a Jurassic Park movie, but mm. this I came close. Now, I will absolutely admit that I'm one of those dudes that cries in movies. I have no shame in it. I don't take pride in it. No, nope. but... <laughs> you know what? No, there's no shame in it. There's no shame like, in it. It's all right. Like that scene in uh up when he's sitting oh, there with like the whole no. beginning oh it oh. feels like they that can't tears have your it. heart out it just tears your heart right out how are you gonna have a disney movie for kids and be like hey sorry she can't have any kids and she's sitting and there the crying opens and they... with the death though that's <gasps> it's like the first 10 minutes of the movie i weeped i weeped. oh man oh. i don't blame you i don't blame you i don't oh, blame man. you Dude, I'm I'm such a baby in movies. Like Jack, <laughs> my wife likes to watch these sad, horrific movies. Like there's one about a war dog that has PTSD. And oh, like yeah, it's in the yeah. trailer, and I'm sitting there, and she's like, well, "You want to watch it?" And I said, "No." And I said, "I don't want to be in touch with my feelings. Why would you do that to me?" <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, but Jeez. there's a scene, and the they're saving all these dinosaurs in the movies. Or off the island is just as it's blowing up. Like I mean, legitimately, yep. they're and they're pulling out away, and you see them, and they barely make it onto uh, the the ship, and they're looking back at the island as the ashen comes, and there's legitimately a lone brachiosaurus walking to the pier, like moaning and <laughs> like my like my dinosaur geez. sounds, and yeah. he's like, "Why didn't you save me?" And I'm like. Oh, don't make us watch him die. And then you just see the ash come around him. And I'm like, no, why aren't they panning the camera back? Quit making me look at it. And then it goes back and forth between the people like tearing up and looking. And yeah. you just see his neck and him like him fall to his like this ashen sulfuric acid death. Like he just flops. Oh, and you can just moaning the entire time. Dude, I kid you not, I've never come so close to crying in a Jurassic Park movie <laughs> as that scene right there. I was yep. like, you monsters, quit making it. And it wasn't just like a small, like 10, 15 seconds of this. I'm talking it was a solid three minutes of us watching this guy have a cruel volcanic base death. Jeez. Oh, right in the feels, man. Mm -hmm. And but it was it, it wasn't a bad movie. It was actually pretty good. Uh, they brought in uh, more dinosaurs. Uh, every single movie, they bring more like surprise. We have another one. So like they brought cool. in my favorite. Uh, the oh. Carnotaur Carnotaurus. Oh, really? Okay. So he was always my favorite because he can actually unhinge his jaw like a snake. Yeah. So that's that's pretty dope. Uh, Stygimaloc, uh, which is a, in a, depending on who you ask, uh, if you ask, um, oh my gosh, what's the paleontologist's name? And I'm, I can't believe I can't think of his name. Uh, there's a paleontologist that actually uh, came up with the theory that Stygimaloc is not actually its own dinosaur but actually a juvenile pachycephalosaurus. Um, other people, it's a relative. Hmm. Okay. Uh, they brought in a bunch more uh, sauropods. Uh, they brought in Allosaurus and Nasutoceratops, which kind of looks like a bullhorned triceratops. Yeah. Uh, and they brought in another <clears throat> endo, but instead of it Indominus rex, they brought in the genetically engineered Endoraptor. So they got yes. a little more clever with it. Yeah. Uh, instead of white, it's black. Uh, 
honestly, the plot at that point, it really became the same movie as Jurassic World. And see, that's, that's that was that was like the main premise behind Jurassic World. Yes. Throughout the entire thing, like, oh, Indominus Rex, Indominus Rex. And Chris Pratt's character goes, okay, but what is it bred with? And yep. like, they left this like one or two dinosaurs out. Like, they it was all hush hush. Like, they didn't want anyone to know what the, what was actually went into it. And at the very end, it's like, oh, it's Raptor. Oh, my God. And it was like this <laughs> yeah. big revelation. So, yeah. And this one, it's just like now, oh, yeah, it's just a bigger Raptor. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like 2.0. Like, yeah. again, they, they don't learn. They don't learn no. anything. <laughs> um, but the significant things they, that were happening in this movie is dinosaurs made it to mainland. Yes. Which is kind of weird because at the end of Jurassic Park 3, you see pteranodons flying to the mainland. So I'm assuming... They gathered them all up and brought them back or something. I don't know. They, they mm-hmm. never touch on that. Um, and the big controversial issue is the little girl in this movie, and spoilers here, uh, she's a clone of the guy, the, the guy's daughter. His daughter. Oh, died. no way. Yep. And he cloned his daughter. And the, the, the whole what? reason they, they, everybody figures that out and they're about to kill all these dinosaurs. And, she can push the red button to push them out. And she does. And this is another tearjerker scene. Damn Jurassic Park for these emotional scenes. And she goes, <laughs> if they don't deserve to live, then neither do I. And you're just like, oh, my God, you're a little kid. Oh, and she pushes man. the button to release them. And so all the dinosaurs escape and don't die. And they were, like, doing those, like, slow death scenes, too. And you're just like, oh. Oh, jeez. Uh, so she Play releases with my heartstrings. Right. I don't like that. I don't want to be in touch with my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me lift heavy weight, make right. big sad voice in my head go away. <laughs> um, and then we got a short as a teaser to help uh, establish the whole what's going on with the world right now. And oh, is this like sh- the eight or nine minute video? Yep. Battle. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, battle at Big Rock, which is mm-hmm. a battle between, I wouldn't even call it a battle. It's a, a, a territorial incident or something. Uh, yeah. Allosaurus and a family of Nasutoceratopses. Mm. And, and then the poor Allosaurus. And I say the poor Allosaurus because the Allosaurus was going to eat some kid's ba- like parent's baby. And yeah. And little girl shoots it with a crossbow in the eye. Yeah, they're they're like on a camping trip. They're on a camping yep. trip in San Diego. Yep. And they like the dinosaurs like rips apart the camper and everything, and it was yeah yeah hear baby cry yeah oh yep. And and then we also got a show that's on Netflix and it's on its second season, uh, Camp Cretaceous, and it's kind yes. of filling in some more about what happened on the island too. It's really mm-hmm. neat. Um. So now we're just waiting on the next one, which I think is supposed to be coming out. Uh, this year or next year? I know the pandemic they, screwed up a lot of stuff. Yeah, so. it, it's it's projected for summer twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty, so it is. All right. Yeah, because so, it was it was already like in the making. Yeah. But then twenty twenty happened, so it kind of got yeah. pushed back. So it, yeah. it it's it's been in the process, but they're like you know going through the last steps now to try and get it out by then. I and I'm looking forward to it. That pretty much sums up all the movies. We got a little bit of time here, so let's. What was one of your so all of all the movies? What was one of your favorite scenes? What resonated oh, with no. so no? So let's say not with your favorite, but what resonated the most with you 
with your inner child, which which oh, okay. which of these movies, which scene was one of your favorites? Um, so it, it's definitely my favorite, and and you're gonna laugh at me for it. It's the part, and I don't know the guy's name because it was from the first movie, I think. Okay. Um, because the dude, it was like the tech dude that like stole some of the codes and embryos. Dennis Nedry. Right? Oh my gosh, how do you not remember Dennis Nedry's name? I, it's, oh. I'm sorry, I'm you a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but he gets eaten on the toilet. Mm. That's a lawyer. Oh, that's the lawyer. That, that's the lawyer. Oh my. Oh man, dude, bro, have you even seen Jurassic Park? Oh, uh, clearly not. <laughs> I'm I'm just a poser, you know. Um, actually, fun fact about that scene: the scene where he got eaten, uh, on the toilet, and where the goat's leg, and there was another one. They were all taken out of the Jurassic Park movie in China. They did not have those. Really. Scenes. They were not in there. Yeah. Oh, was it like the the censoring, like violence? Don't know. Uh, I, I I don't know, but apparently it wasn't uh, kosher with the Chinese, and so they took. Yeah. Over. So I mean, I, I could see that. Yeah, I was like, all right, it happens. I mean, a lot of stuff has changed in movies when it goes international or back in here in the states. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was in uh when I was over in uh, the UAE, I went and saw Watchmen, mm-hmm. and. So in Watchmen, uh, what's his name? Uh, Doctor Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan. Yes. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yep. He. So he's fully nude. Yes. In the movie. Now, yep. when I was in the UAE, he had underwear on. Oh, okay. I yeah. Didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> which is, I'm like, oh, that makes sense, but uh, yeah. yeah. Um, it, and then uh, they took out a lot of the more adult themed scenes. Yes. Uh, they also in lie and yes, man, they took out the scene where all everybody like gave their clothes and are just in their underwear. Mm-hmm. They didn't show people in their underwear over. There's hmm. a more of a censorship, uh, like you know, a little more subtle about certain things. And they're like, oh, gotcha. I didn't know that until I got back to the states, and I'm like, huh, that's different. Blue, right, man, so I, I, Blue man was wearing underwear in, in <laughs> when I last time I saw him. Yeah. <laughs> so I I think I do have a a second favorite then. If okay. Not go. Going on the on the dude getting eaten, but. It's okay. uh, it's the best dad joke in cinema history, and you're gonna instantly know what I'm talking about. It was when they're, I think it was like halfway through the first movie, and they want to go start climbing this electric fence, and he goes, <laughs> he goes yes. to touch the electric fence, but like he he knows that it's not active, but he's building it up for his his grandchildren, and uh, he goes and touches, he goes, oh, he like pretends to be shocked. And they start screaming, oh, my God. And then he turns around with this smile. And yes. it, it reminded me. It's just chill. No, there, he just was there. He hates kids, remember? And he was taking care of them. That's Alan Grant. Man, you really need to go watch so, it. Oh, sorry. Those, those two were the. Um, uh, Tim and Lex. That was John Hammond's kids. Or grandkids, rather. Those grandchildren. Sorry. They yeah. just, the, the grandchildren. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he turns around like with this smile and it reminded me like, cause my dad used to do that all the time when he was working on cars. Yeah. Uh, cause it was, I was always the, the hold the wrench, hold the light kid. And he <laughs> used to do that all the time. He'd be like, Oh God, like, you know, come out with like this fake gash on his hand from whatever he was working on. I'm like, Oh my God. That, that's, that, that definitely resonated with me a little bit. I like that. That's a, that's a, a, a very memorable scene for you. That's, it's a bonding moment. It's, it, resonates with your childhood i like yeah mine mine were not as as well so my favorite scenes 
were always the opening of the gates, like in Jurassic World and in Jurassic mm. Park. Um, yep. Those those tugged at my heart because that is we are going into the park. We're taking this adventure together. Hold my hand and let's go have some fun. You know, let's yeah. like walking through the gates of Disney World or something or some theme park that you've been to. It's it's that empowering moment. Um, now, if I were to say like Jurassic Park itself, the scene where the Brachiosaurus sneezes on Lex was <laughs> just absolutely it makes me laugh as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and as an adult, the scene where the Indominus or uh, you know, Endorex goes and uh he he turns invisible like he had yes i was like oh that's awesome yep um that was his whole shtick is he could like change (laughs) like a chameleon he could change the color of his skin but then he could also like he could also mask his heat signature or something right oh you get cuttlefish that's what they said and, oh, and that's I, right. Yeah, they have a cuttlefish. Yep. Yeah, and it's crazy. B.D. Wong's character, uh, Doctor Wu, was really good in the first movie, and then you find out he's not such a great guy later on. He, yeah, um, it's, yeah. It's it's interesting. Um, there's tons of toys out there, like galore. There've oh, always God. been tons of toys. Yeah. Um, I still have my toys, so I literally own toys that are older than you. Uh, I have my bull T-Rex from uh, The Lost World. I have mm-hmm. raptors and di- dilophosaurs from Jurassic Park. I have the die cast still in box uh, from Jurassic Park movie. I keep those up on my wall. Um, mm-hmm. It's, But yeah, there's, it's, and it, I think this is one of those things that will always be there, regardless of how long or if, if after this movie if they don't make any more which is a very good strong possibility but yep. i think it's this is one of those things that is always going to be a part of everybody's childhood oh yeah to some sense because if you think about it like this way every kid wants to see a dinosaur live they just don't oh, expect yeah. the repercussions of it and yep. when you do that it's it, it brings this mysterious creature into our lives and we get to see these amazing things Granted, yes, they end up eating half the people that they go to see. You go to see them, but <laughs> yeah, you, for the because it's on the screen, we get to see something that, in reality, we probably won't ever see in our lives. And yeah. I love that magical moment of seeing yeah. those dinosaurs before they start munching on people. When you get to see them in the safe, like I think, I think soup. magical is the perfect word to use. Yeah. There, it is like just seeing. You know the the as the, I just saw the first movie, the grandeur of the Brachiosaurus, like the huge towering dinosaurs, like whoa! Ah, oh, oh. it, it leaves you speechless sometimes. It does. It, it's it's just such a wonderful moment. Um, so I really think uh, that's a good spot to wrap up here. Um, now I'll ask you actually before I do that, if there was yep. anything you could change, but oh, actually, actually before I even do that, um, so. The paleontologist, when filming the first Jurassic Park, I can't believe I forgot this fact, uh, did not like the raptors in the movies because they were too big. And they're like, Velociraptor is like only like a foot, two feet tall. Yeah. Literally, when they were finishing up filming this movie or during the filming of this movie, they discovered the Utah Raptor, which is the exact height and size of a Velociraptor from the Jurassic Park movies. And really? Spiel- yep. So Steven Spielberg's excuse while he was doing this, he said, he said, no, there is a raptor this size. You guys just haven't found it yet. 
and he got, they got a call up wow. and said, said, hey, we found that Raptor, which was the Utah Raptor, and it was found <laughs> that is so in cool. 92, 93 time frame. Yeah, it yeah. was legitimately discovered while filming this movie. It did not exist before, and they were like, no, there's no Raptor this size. Utah Raptor. You know, that's that's something that I haven't heard about, especially nowadays in the past like couple decades. Like, I remember growing up when I was a kid, it was like everyone was finding all these dinosaurs. Who's who's finding dinosaurs still? Like I haven't heard of like a new dinosaur in so long. Oh, uh, I haven't heard. I haven't been looking, but I, there's so yeah. they're not so much. There, there has I, to be. Oh, absolutely. However, I know that there there's been a lot of stuff where it's not so much discovery of new dinosaurs, but the um, more of like understanding what they are. So we now have uh, uh, okay. uh, Stratacosaurus. We know what it looked like, legitimately what it looked like color-wise. Uh, mm-hmm. It had feathers. Uh, we know dinosaurs now, at least some, had four-chamber hearts, and that means they're mm-hmm. blooded. Uh, yep. you know, they had proto-feathers, and they had feathers. There's a tons of stuff that changed, even from 93 to now, that have yeah. just, there's so much more st- information. Uh, oviraptors, which were thought to be egg thieves, were actually taking care of their nests. Hmm. We know that some were very nurturing parents. We know T-Rex didn't, or a lot of dinosaurs actually didn't roar. They yeah. didn't make those sounds that they made in the movies. They actually made yep. like like crocodiles. They make that vibrating sound, which is yeah. just as terrifying, if not more. Oh, yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff that has been discovered. Um, but yeah, the, honestly, you know what? I think that's a fun educational note. And I think let's go ahead and wrap up there. Absolutely. So, so as always, I'm Steve. And always, please like, subscribe, and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are listening to us on Audible or Apple, please remember to rate and review. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, so please like us and follow us at DNA Pod, and on Twitter at NerdDNAPod. And as always, I'm Steve. And I'm Falco. And this is Dads with Nerdy Ambitions. Thank you and good night. Have a good night. Stay safe. <laughs>